Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing, too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have, they also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that, too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person, how-to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. Well, hello there. This is Louis, a.k.a. Louis the French Monette, and with me is Mr. Soda and Mr. John from Movie Lovers Unite, and you are... Oh. Why am I hearing echoes? Do you hear echoes? No. Nope. God damn it. Well, Soda, take over until I try to fix this shit. (laughs) Okay, so, uh, as you can tell by the hockey jerseys, we are here to review episode two of The Mighty Ducks, The Game Changers. Uh, now, did you actually properly introduce John before you did the Echo thing? Uh, I yeah. said John for Movie Lovers Unite, but that's about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> as you can tell, folks, we're making the shit up on the, as we go along. As that's how we do things at Schmoes of the North. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Which is funny, because Lou's job entitles also structured. We're just like, fuck it. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, different. <laughs> it's podcasting. <laughs> the randomness is always fun. Damn right. So, like I said, we are here to uh, give our thoughts on episode two of Mighty Ducks: The Game Changers. What did you guys think? Well, uh, I'm gonna start off in saying uh, I actually liked it even better than episode one. This one made me laugh a lot, <laughs> um, and I love having a lot more exposition on the kids. The whole um, puck sharing, like emotional <laughs> circle thing. Is that you can start seeing exactly what the characters are, like who they are, their personalities. And like when one of them says, like, I think we're living in one, the goalie, the one and zeros, and we're living in a virtual yeah. world. And the other guy's like, I have no spleen. And the other the, the, the other girl's like, I can like, you know, be very mean about your clothes. It's just, they're so weird that it kind of echoes perfectly the cast mm-hmm. of the first one without feeling like a perfect copy, right? 
Right. They kept the essence, but they really evolved it to make something original, but it doesn't feel like an intruder either, you know? It was similar yeah, but different, if that makes sense. Because you do have a familiar, like, ragtag loser uh, kids vibe, but mm-hmm. they all are their own individuals. And to, to piggyback on what you said about the goalie, my favorite part, where he's in net and he's like, X, X, X. We do it all in my video games, X is save. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. <laughs> this is real life, you. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, it, um, funny enough, this, I had to, I rewatched it just before we went off air. That's why I was a little late getting in here. Um, it hit better for me the second time. Oh, okay. Uh, and what's – I'm curious – what I'm, I find a little funny is they wasted no time getting Bombay back on the ice. Oh, no. Which is which is I'm, I'm I'm actually happy about, but I thought it would be like a, maybe another episode or two before we finally saw him lace up the skates and go back. Same, up. yeah, well, same, yeah, same here. I thought it'd be like episode four before we actually get to see him on the ice. To be honest with you, but I thought it was nice to see him back on the ice again. And then my other favorite part is where the mother is basically going into Bombay versus the kid that goes in Bombay's yeah. office. Yeah, and. It seems like no one cares. Just yeah, you know who else don't care? This guy. Yeah, this guy. It's like, oh, it's like <laughs> seriously, you don't know yeah. this guy. And, I didn't uh, realize that joke was dead already. I really didn't. <laughs> um, and then well, go on. What I didn't expect is for him to get so soft so soon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's what I was expecting a little bit more. Yeah, I was expecting a lot more resistance. Uh, uh, I'm not sure about that, Ben. Ben says he's going to start coaching uh, to an episode three. I strongly believe that he is never going to be coach. The coach is mom. I agree with you on there. I do agree with you on that. But oh. I, I, I do – no, no, I'm saying he will be involved, though. He'll yeah, yeah. Assistant coach. Or some sorts. Yeah. Exactly. Mentoring, like the, the passing. This is about passing on the torch, this series, right? Yeah. Right. And and Bombay, I think he's really clear. He hates hockey. He doesn't he doesn't want necessarily to go back in the hockey world. It burned him uh-huh. like fool me fool me once, fool me twice, right? So I think this is really patching passing passing on the torch to the mom and her journey as being a coach. Uh, which is good because it, if it would be him in the head of the show, it, then you would get too much of a copy paste. You would go go through the same passes you saw in D one, D two, D three, right? Um, yeah, uh, it, yeah I, I agree with you. He, okay, so he'll be. The, oh, sorry, I'll bring that up. He'll be the Hans. So in the first and third and in the movie, and then second was Hans's brother. Basically, Hans was the heart and soul of the team. He's the one that reignited the passion in Gordon to do this. Um, So I agree he's going to take that mentorship role. I still say, though, it's not going to happen, though, until we see the old ducks, because that's going to be the one piece that's missing for Gordon, is that is that. that. That's going to be the the final. How much you want to bet, though, the the meeting against the ducks will be the last episode of the season? Six. I already looked. Damn it. It'll probably be six. (laughs) That's what you It's it's uh, they they're listed in the credits for sixty episode. Okay. My question is this: It felt like did it feel like D two a little bit? Because here's the thing: I was watching D two recently, and Miss mm-hmm. McKay when she took over to coach because Mom Bay wasn't there. Yep. 
it feels like the mother is taking that spot a little bit because she's actually got the kids and she's coaching them. Just like how McKay took over mm. temporarily until Gordon came and everything a little bit. I saw a little bit of a resemblance to that a little bit. Uh, yeah, a, a little bit, but in, in this sense, though, I do agree with Lou. She will be the coach. The yeah. actual for the, where it says here. it was just to step in. Otherwise, because if they'd have lost that game, they were out of the tournament, right? right? Right. Yeah, and, and she's got a lot to learn because her yes. approach, I, I get her approach. The whole lovey dovey, who cares if we win? Yay, we're just having fun. But the fun of it is actually excelling and beating the shit out of the other team, too. Exactly. <laughs> kids say, right, like losing 19 to nothing isn't fun. Yeah. No. And when, when the goal Goldie's like, we lost? Sorry, I called <laughs> out there for a second. That made me laugh. I'm gonna be honest with you, and then also them trying to sneak into Lost and Found was funny though too. I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't like that part. With all that hockey equipment. <laughs> That's what I didn't like. That that film kind of like old '90s crappy Disney cheesy. Like there's like no logical. It, 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 it seemed just too convenient. That's that's the only part I got took out. Yeah, it's things, like, you got to look at it. It's like, how would it have, they have gotten the equipment otherwise? Like, in, in in the first movie, they got it because Gordon was able to go to his boss and say, hey, this would look good uh, PR-wise if you were to donate money for us to get equipment. There is, there is that. That opportunity isn't there. Yeah, but the right. way I see it, yeah, there is. You don't buy the goddamn trophies and you both don't buy the jerseys. That's money. That's money right there, people. Yeah, the mom spends money. Still cheaper than equipment, man. With jerseys? Yes. Fuck yeah. You're looking at about two grand at yeah. least to put someone through hockey just on equipment. I don't know. The the red cross art. Trying to get in. Can you imagine what it is now? Yeah, I know for but sure. A pair of skates alone is 200 bucks. A jersey's 100 But it, it, Secondhand shit. I don't know. <laughs> The, the 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 army foundation whatever like it's the it could have found a way that's the only part it got I got taken out but uh, I must admit the whole evolution of the training and her admitting that yeah. you know okay I have to learn hockey I, there, 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 there's so much that she was all against the you know the hardcore of the parents and everything but it, there is a balance it's not just you know, like the whole trophy scene. It's like here, trophies. Like yeah. this, is not even a participation trophy. We even participated yeah. yet. Yeah, like Jay Wade said, it's in the trash. I don't get it. No, I actually agree. I don't like the participation trophy. I don't either. I, I believe in. I, I believe in equal. To be honest, because you, encouragement <laughs> is needed. But you're right. But also, kids need to learn that it is okay to lose. No, for sure, lose. for sure. But at the same time. Usually, you lose lose that aspect. It's all about the winning, right? So again, this I have a feeling this this so far has been about balance, about yeah. both worlds not being right. The mom's not right. No, the 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 the, the, the other hockey parents are not right. It's a mixture of both. You need to have fun, but you need to have the eyes on a price. And that's what was right. the beauty thing about those original Mighty Ducks losers. They were able to perfectly balance improving, getting better, winning, but making it fun at the same time. Exactly. And also, too, participation trophies just for not doing anything. <laughs> just like yeah. the uh, said. That made me laugh, though. He goes, we didn't like even do reasoning. anything. I like her reasoning. Uh, we're going to do everything opposite of everybody. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> and then... And, and I must admit, the whole beach ball scene was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. That, that reminded me very much of some old school Mighty Ducks right there. Same. 
yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, also the expression in the main kid's face is like, I would have done the same. I'm like, no, no, what's going on? But um, is there uh, so far we we have the cast right? We're getting to know them better, uh, except for the main character in Bombay, the coach. Is there someone that's sticking out to you as your favorite so far? Well, you can go first. Okay, so mine would actually have to be the goalie. For me, the goalie is probably one of my one of my favorite, especially the X yeah. thing, because I'm also a gamer though too. And just going, him not sitting on the couch anymore, and him trying to experience life mm-hmm. outside of that, and him trying to adapt to it makes it a whole lot funnier though, in my perspective on that. Um, then there's also the kid from Canada and everything too that makes me laugh. But for me, the goalie is always going to be the my go to right now. That stands out for me. So for me, it's the goalie as well, Coop, but it's also Nick Gaines, the podcaster. And he didn't really have much oh, yeah. in this episode. But no, he, he kept podcasting like in the central, in the, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is his comments is always like everyone's thinking it, he says it. <laughs> and that's, that's what I like about him is this A, his self deprecating humor, but B, his, his, uh, his innocent uh, honesty. Me, um, I want to see him more and more because I, I really love that character. The goalie, for sure. It's not even the whole X part. Uh, me, it's when he's on the ice, it's like it's yeah. so cold, it's wet, but it the ice is numbing the pain. <laughs> <laughs> I would like that. He understands depression. <laughs> but for me, uh, a standout one, I, I can't wait to see more is again, I forgot the name of the character, uh, the black kid who keeps jumping onto things. Oh, Sam. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Sam. He, like, when he jumped on the board, so I wanted to see if I can grind. I was like, well, what? But during the match, if you look closely, he does it again, right? And really? Really, yeah, he actually at one point just randomly jumps on the board. I'm like, fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back and look at that. Yeah, I, I didn't notice that. And I, I, I want to throw out a, a shout out to um, the the girl who plays uh, what's her name Maya, the one who I uh, was throwing the shade at uh, at the mom for the best. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that looks like 2017. She, she well, had a lot more personality because the first episode, just like I'm there, right? This one you, you can see she's a bitch. She she she, yeah. she she's bitchy, and it's gonna be interesting. Enjoying the uh, interesting to see. Uh, I'm curious because. I, I don't know why I am predicting um, a love scenario, not between like the obviously the, the the main character and his friend that's still in the ducks. Yes, but there's a one thing the Canadian kid. Every time mm-hmm. he has a scene, he gets get, getting cut to the nerdy girl. I don't know why. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. I, for some odd reason, I think they're gonna go against the stereotype of like the beautiful kid goes for like the 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 bitchy girl. I think they might actually break the stereotype and go for the 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 good looking kid with the nerdy girl. I don't know why. I also thought that was funny though with the nunchucks. I called the the nerdy girl Luna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's I know Luna. Luna's gonna come up at some point again, like in the game scenario or something, like the way. <laughs> Yeah. You didn't hear what oh. I just said? No, I was coughing. Oh, okay. No, I, I said yeah, I can see the nunchucks coming back into play like Dwayne and his fucking cattle rope. In Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that, true. <laughs> but yeah, for for me, uh, I do. I don't know why. There's something about the, the, the nerdy girl and, and the Canadian uh, kid 
getting together because there's a couple of scenes like they shot to him like the first time uh, they represented in the first one. They always shot back to her and her reaction, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Something is uh, – I, I think logic says, oh, you know, the the, the girl who was in the, in, into fashion and go with the, the, the good-looking guy – um, but I think they're going to try to break stereotypes. And I, I really hope, because that would be interesting to see a different di- a dynamic, right? Uh, second of all, I like, I forgot the name of the kid, the podcaster kid, when they were talking about, you know, what is the inside? It's like outside, you know, uh, I do podcasting. Inside, I look like that guy, but taller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that's right there is my love, just because of the self-deprecation. Right. Like, I relate mm-hmm. very much to that. I can relate to the podcaster the, the most, to be honest with you, because he is kind of like me. And I, if I was actually to look at someone that had the long blonde hair and stuff like that and had the looks can get the girl kind of thing, I'd be like, yeah, on the outside, I'm a podcaster, but the inside, I look like that dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everything. So, yeah, I can definitely feel him on that one. Yeah. <clears throat> and the way that episode closes, I like it. Like, not accepting the defeat. He is the captain, and he's putting it on our shoulders to, to to do something about it. And them actually skating. And the Canadian kid apparently can uh, can skate and not just hold on a stick and hope he doesn't <laughs> fall. Uh, like, the whole face-off thing was hilarious. Like, why didn't you do a face-off? Like, I would have fallen. That's the only thing that's holding me up, boys. Oh, uh, you're <laughs> huh? My mind is what elsewhere on that line. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I'm the dirty one here. I'm the dirty one for fuck's sake. Um, but no, for, for for me, I like the way it ended. It's like this was the Tron era. This was a complete disaster shit show. Um, this was a learning experience for the kids and for the mom trying to coach, realizing she has to put a lot more than she, you know, different strategies than just good hopes people. Uh, they're both realizing what they need to do. Now, what are your predictions of what is going to happen next episode? Uh, I, well, honestly, I think we're obviously we're going to see Bombay's progression. He's going to help the team a little bit more next week. Maybe it's like, maybe he's going to give, maybe give her some drills or something, or, Hey, if you want to get better, look at this over here. I think he's going to start to start mentoring next week. That soon. Yeah. yeah, I think he, I think I think it's just going to be dipping his toe in the water because we already saw it in this episode where he's he's the one that gave them the idea to go to the lost and found. So I think we're going to get like something along those lines, just a little bit more, more of the toe in the water. Okay, but not full fledged. Uh... We're not full fledged. We're going to keep getting that until we get the reunion with the old ducks. Mm. Right, I can agree with Soda on that though too because I, I can see them see him like okay, let's study the tapes. And everything because also too it reminds him of, of District Ten. With at the uh, well, you know what I'm talking about, not District Ten, but you know what I'm saying. District Five. Uh, District Five. Whenever they were going uh, in the very first Mighty Ducks movie, where they actually lost their games, I'm looking at how terrible they are, and then that might actually give him motivation to say, "Hey, look, I know what it feels like to lose. You need yeah. to go on ahead, study tape, and also to progress and learn from this mistake. You and the kids both need to learn from that." And that's it. I can see her trying to learn after that, trying to figure out the minute of trying to figure out the methods of actually coaching them and training them. I actually disagree. I don't think he's going to step his toe right away. Like in, in, I think it's more like in, in – again, I think it's where the ducks show up, which would be 
at number six. Yeah. I really think it's going to be much more mom focused and her experience and yeah. learning. Like she'll probably try to ba- uh, build her own base, and it's still not going to work. It's going to probably be a bit better. But this is when Coach Bombay later episodes going to be like, okay, like you really need help. You're trying your best. Yeah, you're getting there, but not fast enough. So I still think next episode they're going to get more hockey. You're going to see no beach balls. Thank God. Uh, we're going to actually <laughs> see actual training. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm predicting uh, Canadian boy is actually going to be the first one who scores a goal. Yeah. I can see that. Either him or podcast boy. One of the two. Uh, one of the two. Okay. So you want to make a bet? Sure. <laughs> what are we betting on? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I didn't get a raise. Podcast boy scoring the first goal. You you take the Canadian. I think Canadian. I'm actually going to go a little bit different. I'm going to go with uh, the kid who wants to grind on everything. Oh, I think I think he's the first one to hit someone. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So I got a story. So uh, my one of my best friends. Fish years ago, um, got invited to do beer league, and he'd never played hockey before in his life. So watching him play was not as painful as watching this, but you knew there was room for improvement. Anyways, I remember he skating cross ice right around the blue line area, uh, and it's kind of trying to not really paying attention to what's going on in front of him. He's just kind of trying to get his senses. He didn't see this poor little Asian kid that fallen right in front of him, and Fish skates full speed and just kicks him right in the ribs. <laughs> And I remember sitting there watching this kid on the bench just stripping off his stuff. He's like, oh, oh. And I'm like, oh, my God, poor kid. <laughs> poor kid. I can see something like that uh, soon. That's hockey. Right. Yeah. And, and, and it's going to be like you can see they're, they, they woke up to brutality of, it, of full physical contact hockey. Hockey, they're not ready for it. Uh, I can see that. I wouldn't really say he's much of an annoying. He's more impatient. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a, the definition of annoyance, my friend. You don't <laughs> have a kid, and it shows. But I think it's. I agree. I think his his story arc um, is going to take longer to evolve. It's it's yeah. the more it's the more media. I already put that on. I'm taking oh, yeah. care of the comments, so whatever. Sorry. Leave it alone. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> the kid also getting some guidance and learning stuff from the old ducks. Yeah. I, mm. I, what I hope to see is the old goalie teaching the new goalie. Well, that would be priceless. I would love to see that, but oh, he's twice is not in any condition to freaking do no. that. Oh, no. I'll he's send, recovering, send him. He's uh, actually I'll recovering from drug addiction right now. He, well, okay. He last year for breaking into someone's garage and trying to break into their car, and he was unfortunately um, hooked on meth. Yeah, he went down a pretty, pretty bad road. Skype. <laughs> yeah, from we do live in a digital age. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. um, I don't think you know. I wouldn't be surprised if they bring back Julie the cat, though. Not, I used to catch pucks. Now I catch nine to five. Uh, now I catch five to nines. <laughs> yeah, she's on uh, this 
in the in the credits, but I wouldn't be surprised if she makes an appearance or something, unless she's left back. In- I'd like to see Julie the Cat back. I would like to see her mentor some of the kids and everything, well, too. I can tell you who's... Did, you, did I already tell you who's, who's confirmed to come back? No. No. So you've got Connie. Okay. Fulton. Okay. Uh, Banksy. Okay. Uh, uh, cool. E. Drain, who's uh, married to Connie and in real life is the brother of Fulton. They're actually brothers in real life. And then from the uh, second movie, you got Kenny Wu. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I wish I could see the second Bash brother come back, to be honest so, with you. Oh, him? Oh, yeah. He was great. He was a, he was a very talented Broadway actor, right? <laughs> he can so, sing. If, if there's, there's that many people to come back, and I don't know how many episodes to be scheduled in the show. What is the likelihood, in your uh, in your opinion, we'll actually see one next episode? Uh, probably not likely. So, what's our first um, our first uh, appearance? What episode do you think? Of the old ducks? Yeah. It is, it is six. <laughs> they, they brought them all back for a reunion episode. Okay, for- okay. Yeah. So it's not individual. No, it's, it's all the ones... And I'm and I'm looking. I'm doing the math here. They're bringing back six old ducks, and there's six players right now on the team. So, okay, and the one-on-one yeah. training. So only okay, but I can. Yeah. You see, I, I was hoping they would do more. I like Cobra Kai. Inject slowly, right? Not just boom, one shot, special episode. Bye. I was yeah. hoping like one, two, three appear. You maybe get to see one continuously appear episode by episode. Yeah. Um. Integrate them in the storyline a bit. A one-shot uh, special guest as a group is fun, but kind of feels just pushed in. Unless it's really well done. Yeah, I, I was really hoping they would, they would get more of an inter- integral part of the story. Like the whole coaching staff becomes the Mighty Ducks almost, right? Yeah, and you, you are right there, Ben. But I don't know, man. I think Charlie is going to appear... Probably, definitely not this season. Gets renewed for a second season? Oh, he's there. Um, imagine. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but no, what I was thinking was this. What happens if it is just one episode where you see everybody there, but each per- person from the uh, Ducks is working with each individual character in well, each episode? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, I, I, that. I, I can definitely see, see that going. It's, and I mean, Banks could be working with either the Canadian because he was. <laughs> Charlie was the heart and soul of the team, of course, but Banks was the best player. I can see him either working with uh, the coach's son, um, Ethan, or or the Canadian kid. I can see him working with one of those two. And um, what if Charlie is actually the one who betrayed Bombay? Ooh. Ooh wouldn't that be something? Because re- I read an interview with Stephen Brill, who is the creator of the movies and the creator of the show, and he, obviously it did come up where it's Charlie, and he said it, it, he did say that there, there is some something happened to fracture their relationship. Now I never mm. thought that, that it was Charlie's the one who betrayed the, the team. Yeah, like imagine, like right, stuff. right now we see the coach of the ducks, that young stupid kid, right? But yeah. what if like the owner of the ducks is Charlie? Hmm. Something. You got and, my wheels turning. To be honest with you, man. Um, I'm that's enough. That's where I was gonna go. <laughs> you and I, you and I are both thinking on the same level, man. Because I was thinking, what if 
he was actually the owner of Hendrix, and then something winded up happening within the deal or something like that with Charlie and him. Well, Luke, I, I kind of disagree. I, I respect your opinion, but I kind of disagree. It, it would be a, a good with the flow because it's all about the old Ducks uh, returning, helping them, but also the old Ducks, uh, the new Ducks present, the new form of Ducks is the enemy, right? The Mighty Ducks are not the good guys. So what if one of the old and most important Mighty Duck is the bad guy yeah, of the series? It's like what? Something big had to make Bombay hate hockey. And what would be bigger than the kid he thought he, he, he looked at like a son betraying him? Mm. Right? Mm. That's going to be rough. That would yeah. make me not want to do hockey anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah. That, he was that would the make me not want to shower anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, you're right. Like, what we're speculating, obviously there is no hint of anything like that right now, but we still do have eight episodes, and things can change. And I mean, if it does follow the pace of, this, of the movies, they do get serious out after a certain point. Like with number three, where they introduce Coach O'Reilly and his, why he's doing what he's doing with his daughter, and then you got the first one, you got Bombay with the, uh, the DUI, and like, I mean, it does get serious after a while. <laughs> hey, man, Lauren Grant can play anybody. Jay, wait. Jay, wait. Okay, look. I love you, bro. But women, okay? A little less little in, uh, in autonomy. Women can have kids until, like, they're 45. And second of all, she's fucking hot. I don't give a shit what you say. All right. Um, <laughs> uh the thing uh, I have to deal with you uh, on a weekly basis, Jay Wade. <laughs> but um, okay, so overall, uh, last episode on a score of ten quacks, which how many quacks would you give it, and how much you, how much quacks do you give this one? John, if you want to go first, I might need to think. Yeah. About All right, I'm gonna have to go seven quacks for last one. Oh, seven. Okay, for the last one, I'm gonna have to go at least five quacks. Really? Yeah. I liked it, but I didn't love it like I do this one because like it's the first introduction into the characters hmm. and stuff like that. So it's us trying to make uh, it's pretty much like the spin-off show of Cobra Kai, right? You hmm. don't know where these characters are going to be placed at. You don't know how this show is going to move and everything else. But to me, I feel like, you know, it was okay, but I needed to see more to expand more into what we're getting now. So with this one, I love this one a lot more than the first episode, to be honest. For me, but you go ahead, Luke. For me, last episode was also a five quacks. Uh, it was good. It was a good start, but I, I kind of almost wish they would have done a double episode because it was too short. It, like it focused on the kid, uh, on the coach's kid, which is normal. But uh, I was hoping for a bit more before because it's going to go fast, right? This is not a 23-episode thing. So there's so much it can do. So it, it, it kind of felt me wanting a bit more, not in a good sense. But this one, honestly, nine quacks out of ten. I had I laughed multiple mm -hmm. times. I got what I wanted from the first episode, which is exposure to the other kids and less focus on the main kid. Uh, and for me, I'm starting to see what they're doing, where they're going. And it, this one felt more like a Mighty Ducks than the first one. It, it, I had more of what I had the feelings when I watched movies back in the day. The first one was good, but I, it, it didn't vibe up as much Mighty Ducks than this episode did. 
See, I'm, a, I'm the opposite of you guys. I actually want to rank the first one a little bit higher. Oh. Uh, this one. I'm probably okay. going to go six and a half, seven quacks for the first episode. And I'd go six with this one. And you're right. Oh. This one did feel more like the Mighty Ducks, but I thought the first one did a really good job of establishing everybody's character, who they are, what their purpose is going to be. And uh, like it set you up. For me, it set you up perfectly for everything you need to know about the show. Okay. All right. Well, look, the, this is why we're podcasting on this show, right? right? We're going to have different opinions. You're wrong, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's uh, I can't wait to see. I hope it keeps improving. Oh, I hope it keeps – because I, I've seen this with Cobra Cry. Season 3 wasn't as good personally than Season 1, and Season 2 was a bit better than Season 3, right? There, there's shows when you go back to something we've, we've seen before – you can lose momentum. You can lose a bit of, of the original source. I just hope it doesn't do, do this with Mighty Ducks because um, I wanted to feel like a long movie, uh, a Mighty Ducks movie where we've been, you know, wanting for a very long time. I just hope it doesn't detract too much when they go like in, you know, I hope they follow one main storyline, not start doing multiple stories and, and going, expanding too much into into every character that doesn't really relate to the main storyline. Uh, I just hope they don't lose themselves because it's now a TV show and they keep it more focused because it wouldn't feel like a Mighty Ducks if they do so. I don't think they will. Like, I mean, they only have 10 seasons. Like, like, we might get a little bit more with the goalie. Uh, we're probably, honestly, I don't think we're going to have the Nunchuck Girl, to be honest. Um, even though, like I said, it would be fun to hear Nunchuck somebody on the ice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think... I think really the, we're going to see more improvement with the Canadian. We're definitely going to the, the main the, the, the coach's son is definitely going to get the most of the growth and all that all that stuff. Um, but I think I think him and the Canadian and the podcast boy. I think they're going to be the three that are going to be the focus. Yeah, and of course and- he's trying to bring in that his friend from the Ducks. I think she's going to have a latter half of the season. She's going to have focus on her as well. Which again, I, I'm really intrigued in how it's going to happen because I gotta admit with her parents is you know this is going to be a shit show. Uh, and uh, she's going to be, you know, indispensable because she's probably going to be the best player in there. Yeah. Uh, she, she's going to be the, the main point giver, uh, point scorer, right? But how it's going to happen is interesting because we barely saw her in the first and, and this this episode. Yeah. She, it was like a hallway scene, and that's it. Yeah. So it yeah. Anyways, uh, this is pretty much the end of the episode. Thank you for all 10 people who are listening live. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you for everyone who uh, commented. And I think first-time watcher Luke Irvin, thank you as well for joining, my man. Uh, so uh, if people want to find you, John, what do you have up to uh, your sleeve these days? Okay, so you guys can go on and follow me on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit. Another thing, too, is you can follow me underneath Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite over there on Facebook, underneath the same name on Instagram, as well as on Pinterest. You guys can also catch me on my YouTube channel at Movie Lovers Unite as well. We just got done dropping the Loki trailer reaction. Go ahead, visit over there. Tell me what you guys think about our trailer reaction for that. Another thing, too, is at 9 o'clock Central Time, I'm actually going to be on my channel. Uh, doing a review for an independent movie that just got uploaded into uh, YouTube recently. So go on and check me out over there pretty soon. Another thing too, guys, is go on ahead. Go to www.movieloversunite.com for all your entertainment needs and wants. And that's all the places that you can go on ahead and check me out at. And, of course, go on ahead and email me at movieloversunite at gmail.com. All right. 
and Soda My Man. You can find me over on this channel, Trolls of the North, on our flagship show, Scroll Up Night in Canada. And when we do decide to bring it back, we're going to have consultations. <laughs> and then also you can find me on my other channel, Media Sweaty Network, where I am on several shows over there as well on uh, what days are those? Thursdays, Saturdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. All right. And you can find me like on Soda. We are brothers from the same uh, channel, uh, Schmoes of the North is the main staple place you can find us but you can also see me argue with this old man here mr jay wade on uh, speaking of showdown uh basically it is a sport radio style show uh and it's really really fun uh, we implemented a new game called hot matches where uh i perfected it soda i found a way to make it really a fun game uh, and uh, it was uh, it was an interesting attack. Who actually won the competition? He, he actually had a solo five minutes with Ace uh, interview, and then they all like slowly came in one by one. So we're we're really perfect, perfecting the structure of the show, and it's getting really fun. So go check that out. And if you haven't pressed like, if you haven't pressed subscribe, but even more important, press that notification. Don't be uh, be in uh, in the miss when we we do a lot of things. We're we're at least doing like four contents a, uh, a week. Also, brand new to the channel, it's been around two weeks, two, two three weeks now. Uh, Mount Schmodown, where you can see my, uh, my master John here. It was on two weeks in a row, and probably also next week talking about the baby carrots himself, Mister Mark Ellis. All right, so thank you very much, Quack Quack. Yeah, the the champ Quack is here. <laughs> That's so bad.